Always good to hear our furry friends uh, singing along with the Holy Scripture. Always a blessing. Um, This statement about Jesus being the mediator, being the priest of our salvation, being the high priest of our salvation. Jesus, in his role as Messiah, is the anointed one, the king and priest, who offers his own blood in the heavenly temple. Moses, when he was in the wilderness, was instructed to make the tabernacle look exactly like uh, what he saw in heaven, and so he did. And so the tabernacle and then the temple later are replicas, copies of what is going on in heaven. And so when Jesus goes into the Holy of Holies and offers his blood from his crucifixion on the mercy seat of the heavenly temple, he is mediating the new covenant. To mediate a covenant, there was usually a shedding of blood. When God made a covenant with Abraham, he cut two animals in half. He cut animals in half and laid them on either side of the path. And then uh, God walked through the two halves of the animals. It's kind of a grisly scene, but this is how they did it. Um, Basically saying, if I break this covenant, you can cut me in half. You can do to me what you did to these animals. It's a pretty hardcore promise, more than a pinky promise. It's a little deeper than that. And so when Jesus mediates the, the new covenant, which Jeremiah prophesied, this is not some New Testament thing, the new covenant. Is, is a quote from Jeremiah that a new covenant will be made with God's people. Unlike the old covenant, it will not have the same limitations and, and, short, and, short, and uh, inability to deal with the human heart. The new covenant is to be made with God's people. Um, and the sign of it will, that, will be that people no longer um, have to teach each other in the same way they used to. It's kind of weird. Um, They shall not teach one another to say to each other or say to each other, know the Lord, for they shall all know me. It seems like the prophet Jeremiah is prophesying about a time where people will have an inner sense of who God is. They will follow God not from some outward regulation or compunction, but because of their burning desire to follow God that is in their heart. The sending of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost is when we believe this happens fully for the whole church, for you and for me, that we no longer have to tell each other, know the Lord. We don't have to tell each other that anymore. We already know that the other person knows. Assuming the best about other people is not easy, especially when you've been hurt in this life, um, when you've had your heart broken or when you've had a setback or a promise broken or something Um, that's betrayed you, something that's turned your world upside down. And whenever that's happened, it's really hard to trust anybody again. It's really hard to open up your heart, to soften your heart, to let God make that new covenant in your heart, Um, because we're worried that it's going to happen again. Um, And yet believing the best about each other is what Christians do. We come at each other. We come to each other with this knowledge that they have as much of the Holy Spirit as we have. And hopefully, if our spirits can align, hopefully we can listen to each other, hopefully we can learn how to love each other a little bit more, that spirit will flourish. And then we'll find this unity that is beyond just agreeing with people. It's beyond um, 
seeing everything from the same perspective. What it is is the Holy Spirit that says there is death, there is burial, and there is resurrection. This is the gospel that the Holy Spirit implants in our hearts that says everyone has a chance to be invited into this Holy Spirit experience. And that is a story of Pentecost that we're going to celebrate on Sunday. And that is a story of each and every day of our life that we get a chance to see in one another the Holy Spirit at work. Amen. Amen.